Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday. We are in the season of ordinary time, and we have reached the end of the 17th week after Pentecost. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Visit us with your salvation, and sustain us with your gracious Spirit. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord, let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord, let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, the heights of the hills are also yours, the sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord, let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down, let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord, let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding word of God. A reading from Matthew chapter 21. When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Why then did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. Later, he changed his mind and went away. The father went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, The first. And Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The word of the Lord. So Jesus uh, presents a riddle in explaining the authority by which he is uh, 
doing these actions. So we find ourselves here at the end of Palm Sunday, where he has come in riding on a donkey to the acclamations and praise. The, it is the, the procession of the Messiah into Jerusalem, uh, humbly, peacefully upon this donkey. The cleansing of the temple has also taken place, and, and now they wonder by what authority. Uh, but Jesus tells a riddle, and in this riddle, there are really there are two options to choose from. There's the first son who says no, but then repents. He changes his mind and then goes and actually does the work of the vineyard. And then there's the second son who says yes, but never gets it done. So there are two choices that are presented, and this sort of reminds us of the world that we are in, right? Um, among us, uh, there are only two types uh, of, of people. There are those who say yes, and it never gets done. And there are those who say no, but later change their mind and come in. Uh, and, uh, and, and so we can, we can relate to it and we can see that, uh, the, the, what Jesus is comparing here are, are those who say no, but later repent. And, and there he, he points out the tax collectors and the prostitutes and those who have, have, have turned from their sin, have heard God's message and, and call to, to repentance, to receive God's forgiveness and to be welcomed back into God's family. On the other side, we have the, the elders and the chief priests and the establishment here at the temple and, and maybe the Pharisees or some of the Pharisees in the same kind of way who, who say that they are doing it but never do that work uh, that comes about uh, in the vineyard as well. There is, of course, a third option, right? We never get around to the action of what is it that the father really would like to see. See, neither of these sons are are um, are particularly pleasing in all that they do, although we have to rejoice that one changes his mind and goes to work in the vineyard. But we get to also ask this question, and it was brought up in, in Bible study uh, this week, a really uh, interesting question of, of what is it that the Father really wants to see, and that is he would like to see a child that says, yes, and then goes, that joins in this work of the vineyard, that joins in this celebration uh, of, 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 of the fruit and the work of this vineyard for the sake of the world, uh, in, with joy and in gladness and in love for, for both for the Father and for this work and for the thing that has been done. This is what we see in Jesus. Jesus is for us this living, breathing third option, the one that the Father has sent, the one who in obedience has laid down his life, the one who has given the fruit of the vineyard for the life of the world, who has given and welcomed into God's kingdom, has laid down his life for that. And now, in Christ, in our faith in Jesus, in our baptism into his death and resurrection, we become one with him. We become a people who, by the Holy Spirit at work within us, can say yes and go and continue in joy in this work of the vineyard, in the worship, in the study, in the praise and thanksgiving, in the sharing of the good news, in all of the things that God has called us to do and be for each other and for the sake of the world. We now can be a people who can see and say and hear what God is calling us to do, and then go and do it uh, in the power of the Spirit. We can have this response that says, will you go and work in the vineyard? And we can say, 
as we do in our baptism or at any other time. I will and I ask God to help and guide me. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For who else, for what else are we grateful this morning? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who are sick, for those who are chronically in pain or ill, for those suffering from mental illness, for those in grief, for the people who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for neighborhoods plagued by cycles of violence, for all who work to bring about peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, that it might bear forth fruits for the sake of the world. For who else? For what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy. In Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us. Amen.